Welcome to the Laity Space Podcast. The goal today is to promote conversations that advocate and support the role of everyday United Methodist in the state of Florida. We hope you'll enjoy today's discussion featuring local church lay leaders who are embracing the call to be witnesses to the love of Christ for the transformation of the world. You are important to us. So on behalf of the Conference Board of Laity, we say thank you for joining us. Hey, friends, welcome to another episode of the Laity Space podcast. We are excited to be having a conversation today about the season of Lent and what we as laity in the Florida Conference can gain from celebrating this uh, extremely important season in the church calendar. I'm here as always with my great friend and colleague, co-lay leader, Alice Williams. Alice, how are you doing today? Derek, I am so excited. I love Lent. I love this whole uh, Lenten season. So yeah, I'm in for it. Absolutely. It's good to be here. And we are, are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And I, I live and breathe the Christian calendar. It's like in my bones at this point. So <laughs> that we're talking about this, it just, it, 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 it feels great. But we are privileged to have the one and only Reverend Dr. Sharon Austin with us today. Reverend Dr. Sharon Austin, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, brother. Better because I'm with you and with Sister Alice. Love awesome. it. Awesome. But if you all don't know, uh, Dr. Austin is the Director of Connectional Ministries for the Florida Conference. Uh, Sharon has served in so many spaces and in ways. And 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 uh, I, I feel like anyone who's involved in any part of the United Methodism in our conference has had a moment uh, to sit under the leadership uh, and, and the wisdom of Dr. Austin. And so we're just really, really grateful. One, to just have you on the laity Thank podcast, you. the Lady Space podcast. You are the first clergy person to be invited into the Laity Space podcast, just, just so we're clear. <laughs> um, right, and so, uh, but also we're excited because we wanted to get your thoughts around this season of Lent. And so that, again, that's what this conversation today is about. Um, the, the, the season of Lent is one of those really important seasons for those of us who are uh, living through what's called the liturgical calendar or the Christian year. Um, it, it's an important season uh, as we re- as we prepare ourselves for the celebration of Easter. And so I'm, I'm going to, we're just going to have a conversation about it. Not going to take a lot of time, but really wanting to gain some of Dr. Austin's uh, wisdom and experience around this specific uh, season of the year. So Alice, do you want to get us started with this conversation? Yeah. So, so Dr. Austin, you know, as you think about this season of Lent, uh, how do we think about it in general uh, as United Methodists? How, how, how do we kind of prepare ourselves for it? I think Lent provides an opportunity for us uh, to engage more uh, deeply and intentionally in uh, a season of uh, confession, uh, of repentance, uh, and reflection. Uh, This is uh, a time for us uh, as Christians uh, to deepen our walk, to uh, listen to the movement of the Spirit, uh, to remember Uh, to be uh, more deeply engaged in prayer, and not the prayer that sounds like a grocery list, but Mm. the prayer of really listening uh, to God, listening for God, uh, and opening ourselves to to live into the vulnerable space, uh, to acknowledge uh, not 
what we are maybe as much as what we are not. This is this is not a season in the life of the church for pumping uh, ourselves and and uh, you know really touting uh, our accolades and moving from a position of strength, but rather to to open uh, our hearts, open our lives, uh, and to um, pray that. Uh, Christ will enter in uh, to this space, this time, uh, in new and different ways, and to ready ourselves for what might be revealed, uh, the broken places, uh, the spaces where the corners uh, are dark, where the shadows uh, live, uh, where the cobwebs exist. The places where we have not uh, asked the spirit to to breathe into us uh, in a new way uh, in a very long time. I love that analogy about the where the cobwebs live. That's so true, right? Yeah, I appreciate the the prayers, not so much of who we are, but who we are not. Um, and so, to catch some folks up, the Christian year. Uh, starts actually for us the it, it's the end of the calendar year with Advent. Advent is the beginning of the Christian year, which leads us into celebration of Christmas Eve and Christmas and, and Christmas Tide, and then we go into Epiphany, which is a part of ordinary time, which then leads us to Lent, and that leads us then to Holy Week, into the celebration of Easter. We'll do that for about forty days. Ascension Day, uh, leading us to t- 10 days from Ascension Day to Pentecost, leading us again into ordinary time or kingdom tide and, and takes us right back to the beginning of Advent. So it's a, it's a whole circular, uh, and, and the entire time it is leading us, um, through specific stories of Jesus as we, as we think about what it means to be conformed in his image. And so I, like I said, I sort of live the Christian calendar deep in my bones. Um, but, I, but I also think that it, it has, uh, it's, it's an, an incredible tool for formation. So not just a religious observance, but an opportunity really to um, ask some questions about how our lives are shaped around the life of Christ. Um, starting at Advent from the expectation of his birth all the way through his death, resurrection, his exaltation, and how we then live as the church in this world. I, I, and we're not, that's, this podcast is not about me talking about the Christian year calendar. That maybe will be another podcast episode. So let me ask this of you, Dr. Austin. Um, and I know you and I could just talk about this all day long as well. But how has Lent been meaningful for you, specifically over the course of your ministry in different contexts that you've served? How has Lent sort of... Uh, a part of your journey as a follower of Jesus? Well, thank you so much for the question, uh, Derek. I think about this season of traveling the road with Jesus all the way to the cross. And I often imagine what it must have been like uh, for those disciples uh, who would become apostles, who, who really thought uh, that the kingdom of which he spoke uh, was a kingdom that they would fully realize in the present, uh, that he would uh, overturn all of the 
secular and religious forces that uh, held people uh, back, that created strictures and um, helped to uh, continue um, to allow injustice and oppression uh, to reign. Uh, Instead, he was preparing them for uh, a longer uh, journey, Uh, really the journey of a lifetime uh, to the cross. And then, of course, in ways that they could not have known, uh, that renewal that comes with resurrection and what it means to live into Uh, that good news more fully because we have first walked the difficult journey uh, and the realization that even when we know those times of renewal and resurrection and joy and celebration, life contains many experiences of Lent, many experiences of humility. Uh, And so I I think about... um, being a young uh, clergy in another denomination. So many of you know uh, that I transferred to the Florida Conference having been ordained in the Progressive and American uh, Baptist Conventions. And uh, I grew up in the Lutheran church. So I, I had an experience with sacramental theology and I thought the Baptists needed an opportunity to fully appreciate Lent. So, you know, the imposition of ashes, uh, fasting and praying, and uh, people came to Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta and would see uh, the purple paraments and think, hey, Baptists don't do this. But guess what? Christians disciples do. And I found that those visible reminders and the practice of prayer and fasting and then breaking the fast together as a congregation on Wednesday evenings, inviting pastors of neighboring congregations, uh, which included uh, our late former bishop Cornelius Henderson, when he was the pastor of Ben Hill United Methodists in Atlanta, Uh, to come and to share the word with us, so to break the bread of heaven and then to break the bread of earth, uh, was a very meaningful experience, uh, not just for us as individuals, but for the community. And in the years since then, every season of Lent reminds me of the way I need to engage in the practice of my faith all of the time. And so these cycles, the Lent, Easter, Pentecost cycle, uh, the Advent, Christmas, Epiphany cycle, remind us to, to stay engaged, to walk with Christ, to be Christ followers, and then to be sent into the world to live lives that are more fully loving and inclusive uh, and in ministry uh, to the world. The gospel is not ours, but we are. Uh, proclaimers of the message of of gospel, of love and and hope and uh, life. Proclaimers of the gospel of love and hope and life. Boy, I like that a lot. You know, Dr. Austin, as you think about where we are today, um, how might this Lent season 
be Linton season, be even more um, impactful as you think about the pandemic, the continued work of anti-racism, and even kind of where we are as a denomination and the continuing UMC? I think this, what the three um, examples that you gave have in common is that they all represent a sense of loss and grief to an extent. Uh, and the, the way in which um, there, there has been a loss of equilibrium. Um, certainly with uh, COVID, uh, we have been in what feels like a perpetual state of grief grief that we have been caught up in something that is not easily solved. And that's a reckoning moment for us with all of our technology and all of our scientific knowledge. This has us stumped. And to the extent that there are some things that we can do to address it, we have not as a society fully lived into that. Whoever would have guessed that the opportunity to receive a vaccination would be repelled by so many people. Uh, Alice and I were speaking the other day about um, uh, going to um, the designated place in our communities to receive the polio vaccine. Uh, my parents grew up in a time when polio crippled people they couldn't get us to the local high school fast enough to stand in a line without complaining to receive a polio vaccine. Mike and I have four children, all now young adults. They were all vaccinated and we were grateful for the opportunity. Uh, I think uh, there's there's a sense also for us, particularly as we think about the future of the church, so, so grief, but then the anticipation of grief. What, what will happen if things change? Who will we be going forward? Who will we lose? Who, to whom will we bid farewell? Um, and I would say that even in these moments, the loss is real. Uh, whether or not we mitigate it, it, it's real. Persons who have died, uh, the inequities of racism and the ways in which COVID has both sh um, shined the light uh, and also exacerbated uh, our lack of grace-filled conversations. Uh, but in the end, there is hope. And I think we hear too little about hope and renewal. And I'm still waiting for us to embrace the question, who will God lead to the church? Who's out there who has never come to church? Who came to church one day and had an experience and never returned? Someone is waiting for us to be the church before they come to church. Uh, and so I am still living in the hope of that moment, just like I'm still living for Easter and we are Easter people. I, I hope we remember that we are Easter people. It's not a date on the calendar. 
It is what God has done uh, for us, with us, to us, and on behalf of us. I feel like I've been to church now. I was in a whole amen (laughs) corner over here, even though I was muted. Like, oh my gosh. Well, to our friends, I would say I misunderstood the assignment. But anyway. (laughs) No. Oh man, really appreciate this, Dr. Austin. Um, And the ways that I think Lent of many invitations invites those of us who have said yes to Jesus and yes to participation in his movement. Mm-hmm. to allow the Lent season to be an opportunity to ask some deep questions. Are we being the church? Are we being the witness and the hands and feet, heart and life of Jesus for the sake of those who don't come to church? Or are we just, as sometimes I would hear in the church I grew up in, a different kind of Baptist church that I grew up mm-hmm. in, Are we just playing church? Just playing church. And I think Lent, again, of many invitations, is an invitation to ask some deep questions about how we we move in this world, how we represent Jesus in this world. Um, And I think that relates, again, to our our way of, of, of addressing the issues around the global pandemic and vaccines and how our decisions impact other people's uh, ability to make decisions, but also the continued work of anti-racism to allow this season, right, to to ask some questions, even of me, of how how does the Holy Spirit want to continue to move me towards perfection as it as it th- relates to the way that I think about those in my sphere of influence, oh, yeah. those who don't look like me, vote like me, talk like me, respond to the world like me, and even how we think about the continuance of our denomination and, and how we how we go about righting the wrongs, the, the ways that we've not we've not been the church that God's called us to be, and how we're gonna say, all right, we get another shot at this. It seems like Jesus has more for us to do. So we're gonna our goal is to do better. <laughs> on the other and and to ask some good questions about what that means so this has been so good dr austin and like you you have enlightened and enlivened alice and i just want to ask if there's anything else you wanted to share about this season of lent um that you think the lay folks specifically that are listening to this podcast might appreciate i hope we have the opportunity and we'll take the opportunity that's more accurate Uh, to live more fully into this season of uh, Lent, Uh, to set aside time for prayer and meditation, and then uh, to focus on maybe some of the small steps we can take to live the faith we espouse, to grow as servant leaders, Uh, not to have um, a megaphone, but to spend more time on our knees, figuratively speaking, and as we are able. Uh, I hope the church makes um, the kinds of decisions that move us away from hanging a shingle outside at 11 o'clock on Sunday mornings, because if a shingle would do it, churches would be full. Stop being an imposter. Stop advertising something we are not. 
Nothing would be worse than going to a chicken restaurant and finding out they only serve hamburgers. Uh, the integrity comes in being who we say we are and realizing that Jesus Christ died for each of us and all of us. No one uh, gets a pass uh, and no one stands outside of the ark and the circle of his love. Uh, and I think if we go forward with the sure and certain knowledge that because of what Christ has done for us, the grace, uh, the love, the service, the hope that uh, we can share and extend to others is uh, their right, not because of who we are, but because of who Christ is. Uh, and there is a world that is hurting in more ways than our podcast has time for us to share, who need to know that God's people uh, are still at work. We're still on the road. We're still living in the sanctifying grace. Uh, and, you know, while we don't typically shout hallelujah during Lent, I can feel something bubbling up in my bones right now. And I am celebrating what the Holy Spirit does and will continue to do if we will get out of the way so that the light can shine. Mm. Dr. Austin, thank you so, so much for joining us on this episode of the Laity Space podcast. Um, just grateful. And, and I'm, I've got a hallelujah that's going to wait till Easter, but it's, it's there. <laughs> it's there. Well, I'm grateful to you and Alice uh, so much for, uh, for your love, for your leadership. We are blessed in our conference and in the church uh, for who you are uh, and for your leadership and, and for your love. Thank you so much, right, Dr. Right Austin. back at you, Dr. Austin. Right yeah. back at you. <laughs> Thanks, friends. Thank you. And thank you, friends, for listening to this episode of the Laity Space podcast. And we are wishing you a meaningful season of Lent. Be well, and we'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Laity Space podcast, a presentation of the Florida United Methodist Conference of Laity and produced by Wesley's Revival. For more information on the role of laity in the Florida Conference, please check out laityspace.org. That's L-A-I-T-Y-S-P-A-C-E dot org.